Archiving is essential. It's about preservation and access. It's historical knowledge, but it goes beyond just storing records for history and research. It strengthens our collective memory and helps us understand ourselves as individuals. But did you know, in a very niche way, archiving can be enjoyed as entertainment with your community? The University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee's Archives Department and Film Studies program hosted the very first Home Movie Day to prove just that. This is Uniquely Milwaukee. It's everything you love about community stories, but more in depth. Giving the stories the time and attention they deserve. Changing perspective one episode at a time. I'm your host, Salam Fathayed, and this is Uniquely Milwaukee. Stories that stick with you. Our journey takes us to the UWM library. I make my way past students studying for exams, or maybe even binge watching a TV series. And no, I am not speaking from past experiences. I end up on the second floor of the library and head over to the archives department. It's a small room with tables and shelves of documents and files. And on one of the tables, there is a VHS tape that is being opened up and examined. The archives is a place where we house not just records for the university, but also to capture the history of the greater Milwaukee area. So our collections here range from genealogy, um, papers from civil rights leaders, from different organizations that document the gay and lesbian movement, also breweries and uh, different theater programs here in the Milwaukee area. So we try and keep a very wide and diverse um, collection, and that includes anything from paper documents, photographs, microfilm, videotapes, and 16-millimeter film. On and on and on and on. That's Shiraz Bathina, digital archivist at UWM. Shiraz, how do you determine the history worth keeping? Is there a criteria you follow or do you just document everything and maybe keep everything? (laughs) Oh, I wish we could keep everything. (laughs) We're so limited in space though, obviously. You know, the thing, that's actually a very interesting point. So with the university records, we actually have a record schedule that we follow on what to keep and what not to keep. And there are many things to consider beyond how relevant is the item. It's also a question of legally, what can we keep? and what can we not keep because of student privacy. Mm. When it comes to other things such as records that document the Milwaukee area, we really try and keep something that highlights the history of what we're archiving, right? So if you tried to keep everything, unfortunately, the the real gold nuggets in that collection would get lost. Mm. So it is very important to appraise things and making sure that you are... um, documenting what really needs to be documented to highlight the donor and their intent. In the room with Shiraz, there are two other EWM faculty, Jocelyn Zakania Gleese, the director of the Film Studies program, and Tammy Williams, associate professor of Film Studies. And Home Movie Day is synergy at its best, combining film studies and archiving. I asked the group, how did this event come to life? What led us to this moment? Jocelyn is speaking first. 
I'm the director of the Film Studies program here, and we focus on the history and theory of film as well as other media in comparison to it. Uh, we have an abundance of film historians on staff, and we have an undergraduate BA that we're very, very proud of. But Shiraz, our wonderful digital archivist, Shiraz came to my colleague, Tammy Williams, who teaches um, archiving and um, its relationship to film history. And they've really been the engine be be uh, behind Home Movie Day. So I actually, I've, I've been working with students for the last five to seven years around one of the founding archives of the Film Studies program. This is a approximately the 50th anniversary of the UWM Film Studies program that was created in the early 70s. And we we started to use the films from the teaching collection as, as the program was originally run using 16 millimeter prints um, before VHS and DVD existed. And and getting students to work with those films. And so Home Movie Day became a really wonderful opportunity to get our students involved with the archiving process in identifying films, uh, repairing them, and projecting them for the public. And so it really just seemed like a wonderful opportunity for our students to get involved. This isn't Milwaukee's first home movie day. In fact, there was one about a decade ago in a Milwaukee suburb. However, it's the first UWM home movie day. And it just so happens that this year, the year of 2022, is the 100th anniversary of home movies. Believe it or not, the first home movie formats were created in 1922 with a 9.5 millimeter format that was used for both production. So families who could afford that material and those cameras could make their own home movies, but they could also project home movies that were made for a home movie exhibition. Mm. So they might have a favorite film that they would then see reduced from 90 minutes into 30 minutes and that they could look at two and a half minute episodes, you know, maybe eight to 10 to two, three minute episodes and then watch that movie at home. So it really, it's a really, it's really great timing right now to have home movie. Day. You know, a few weeks ago, I went to a retirement party for my friend's father, and there was this old gentleman there that pulled out a camera and, you know, filmed all the tables and later on the dance floor. And then he sent the video to the people that came, and I watched it with my sister who was there with me. And it was just so sweet, you know, just like reliving the party and seeing things that you don't really notice in real time. And we talked, my sister and I talked about how, you know, Capturing those moments is a lost art in some way. I mean, sure, we film things on our social media and I upload things on my Instagram story or Reels or even TikTok, uh, but it like only lasts for that day and then it's gone. Um, so I'm interested in learning why is Home Movie Day happening and why is it so special? You know, I moved here in 2019. I'd lived in LA for 10 years before that. And Home Movie Day in Los Angeles was a very, very big deal. Um, and I just saw people getting together and really engaging it with each other's home movies. It was more than just, this is my grandma on a horse, but it was also, this was shot at a beach, but our family never knew where this was. And somebody could be like, oh, that's Venice Beach back in the 1950s. And, and you can tell from that sign over there, or, oh, I can tell that neighborhood South Pasadena. And you saw people engaging in such a way that it became more about the community and less about 
the actual families themselves, right? And there's that type of history, but there's also the history of how did we used to engage with each other at a certain time? What kind of uh, customs did we have as as a culture, you know, at a certain time? And these are all things that I think are really valuable and that we want to share with one another, and we want to make sure that they're they're kept. I also feel that a lot of people don't understand the value of their own home movies, right? And it's very important for us to be activists as archivists and teach people how to properly take care of them, ways that they can provide access to them for future generations. And also, why is it that they're so valuable and why do we want to hang on to them? Tammy said that Home Movie Day goes beyond capturing moments. It's also film history. One of the things that's really appealing to me is that if we think of film history, we often are taught, you know, what films were made by these great, often white uh, men, uh, heteronormative men, and that is film history. But in fact, film history extends well beyond that. And if we begin to look at the films that are made by individuals that weren't necessarily made for theatrical release, we see that the history of cinema is much larger and more expansive, and that we can learn a lot about people who didn't necessarily get representation at different times in our history. And that's why those home movies and other types of non-theatrical or orphan films, as we call them, are so important to to history and memory. I'm a historian of movie theaters. That's my focus. And I really believe in the power of the movie theater for bringing people together as a democratic space. So I really hope that having so many different community members and students and faculty and staff all together in one space reminds us of how wonderful it can be to experience watching something together at the same time and to just have that beautiful moment, that frisson that happens when we're all thinking about something together and seeing something together. Coming up next, I will take you on a listening experience of UWM's Home Movie Day, and I'll speak to an individual who brought their own films to share on screen right after the break. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. I had Home Movie Day marked on my calendar for weeks. I recently bought a camcorder and I've been itching the urge to document my life on a small scale. So when I saw this event was taking place, in some weird way I felt like it was a sign. But before we get into the day, let's break down the films that were shown. Now, these films had to be home movies. A film made at home or without professional equipment or expertise, especially a movie featuring one's own activities. And the participants that brought movies to share really exceeded my expectations. Good images of crashing waves or gulls. This is snow. Well, we're back in Wisconsin. This is, yeah, definitely Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah, really. And I think, oh yeah, this is um, the house my grandma moved her, she, so she was a single lady in the 50s. And then, this is, so, so this is 71st and North. Wow. 71st and North. Uh-huh, wow, Tosa, yeah. It's so amazing to see uh, the domestic door. architecture. I mean, like, so much of it is that still their house. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Cigarettes and Campbell's Soup, the sponsors of 1972. It's wonderful to get to see a bit of what um, a kitchen looked like, what a yeah. typical Milwaukee yeah. kitchen looked like. Is this, this is going to be Washington part. Oh, oh, wow. Home Movie Day happened on a chilly Saturday afternoon and in the basement of Mitchell Hall on the UWM campus. We entered this small theater and there was a screen and drapes hung and down the center aisle, there was film reel equipment. And just like you heard, it was not a typical movie theater experience. In fact, talking was encouraged. Participants that brought movies narrated over to give perspective, and we all started to share interesting things that we noticed on screen. One of the videos was taken in Milwaukee in 1972, and you're sitting there, you're watching ordinary life through the lens of real Milwaukeeans. Throughout the event, you saw kids riding bikes and the cars in the background in the street were modeled in the 60s. You saw a neighborhood completely different and architectural homes of the 50s. There was a dog named Bosi, a grandma winning a game of cards and being camera shy. And in the corner of that shot, a can of Campbell's soup in a typical Milwaukee kitchen. You know the typical Midwestern kitchen, hues of orange, yellow, green, and that particular wood. You know what I'm talking about. It was emotional and surreal all at the same time. And suddenly it didn't feel like we were sitting in a theater watching a movie, but we were in a big living room and the whole family was watching with you. And even though that wasn't my family on the screen, it didn't matter. Oh, I remember that hockey game. Yeah. Oh, look at that lamp. Yeah. Look at that lamp. That is yeah. spectacular. <laughs> I still sit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oh, the bow ties. It's amazing to see like what fashion is consistent for like uh, certain holidays or occasions and what changes over time in watching these. Throughout the event, we saw so many different types of film formats. 16mm, 8mm, Super 8, and VHS films. One of the participants that brought a movie to share was Carol Siri. She learned about this event from an ad in the Journal Sentinel and brought with her a VHS tape. It was a gift from her father to her mother on her 80th birthday. And it was a movie of photographs titled Francis Hubbard, This Is Your Life. My mom and dad, this was what they considered kind of their wedding photo. And so that would have been circa 1937. And my mom went to the University of Illinois I think that would have been a graduation picture from there. And my, my mom's twin brother and his wife. And then that was a great, my great grandma. Carol, was this the first time seeing this tape on screen? No, because at her actual birthday party, which, gosh, that would have been in like, uh, I don't know, anyway, like 1998 or something, you know, back in the 90s was when I first, I saw it, but I probably hadn't seen it like since, you know, so it's been a long time. How, how did it feel watching it, you know, after some time and seeing all those familiar faces? Just memories and uh, yeah, it's kind of just, yeah, uh, it just triggering all the, oh yeah, you know. I don't know, I guess just the whole uh, feeling in there of um, kind of celebrating the um, 
the the home memories, you know, like even when, you know, the recent home movie showed for another woman, you know, it was just like, yeah, you know, it brought back memories of what my own childhood had been like and things and what some of our own home movies might have been like, you know, and so forth. In your opinion, what's the importance of maybe filming your own life? Well, it's just you know, a part of remembering. I mean, you know, yeah, we don't do enough kind of reflecting back on the history of who we are and who we, who we, we were and who even, who were, the, who were in the lives of those who meant a lot to us, like even our parents and our grandparents and so forth going back. Home Movie Day reminded me of the importance of preserving your personal memories to share with generations to come to help them understand what life was like. I understood what life was like because of Home Movie Day. There were moments in Milwaukee history that I didn't even know about, like the Great Milwaukee Circus Parade in 1963. I had the chance to see a parade featuring animals, circus wagons, marching bands, clowns, and circus performers. It's a parade that doesn't even happen anymore. And although I didn't know about it, there were audience members that remembered it clear as day. I saw what Bradford Beach looked like in the 50s, a dog playing in the backyard, and what a typical Milwaukee home looked in the 70s. And if you didn't attend this event and would like to see a few snippets and highlights of Home Movie Day or what Milwaukee looked like back then, head over to RadioMilwaukee.org. I broke a movie theater rule and filmed some footage for you, but that can just be our little secret. And who knows, maybe next year we can watch your home movies on the big screen. I'm your host, Salam Fatayer. Thank you, Danae Imig, our executive producer. Kenny Perez, our audio engineer. Thank you for our marketing team led by Sarah Lar. Graphics and our wonderful logo is made by Aaron Bagada. And Dan Ryder handles our social media accounts. And a big special thank you to our city-loving members for making Uniquely Milwaukee possible. Tune in next Monday for our next episode.